Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maddie came in here and switched at the top of the hour the TV monitors to the uh, replay of the Red Wings and the Rangers last night at MSG on TNT. It's something. I mean, I'm so happy with it. I love hockey. I didn't get to see the game. Um, One thing I did want to bring up, Patrick Kane just signed with the Red Wings. He was with the Rangers last year after – his whole career with the Blackhawks. I didn't see the whole context. I just got a notification about it. He's like, oh, my heart was in Detroit. Dude, huh? I got to be missing something. Your heart was in Detroit? You didn't play there. You're not from there. You're from Buffalo. I got to be missing something. But it wasn't worth my time (laughs) Go and investigate what I'm missing. It wasn't. And then I got a little basketball over on the other monitor through uh, the glass. And I saw, oh, uh, this is something I wanted to bring up. Um, I saw this thing between Des Bryant, Malika Andrews, and Stephen A. Smith. No, not not a thing. Like, I'm, I'm not... Talking about anything weird. I'm talking about this on-air battle back and forth and whatever. Apparently, Malik Andrews wasn't crushing the Oklahoma City uh, Thunder player, Josh Giddy or whatever his name is, who is under investigation for a relationship with an underage female, a high school student, in like Southern California somewhere. And people, uh, um, what's his name, Um, Des Bryant was upset that Malika Andrews wasn't killing him like she killed, in quotes, proverbially, like she killed uh, the kid from Alabama, Miller, that was involved in the transport of the gun Uh, to the scene of the crime down in Alabama with the kids from Darius Miles, I think was his name, from from here in D.C. And he went number two overall pick, uh, number two overall, and I I guess on draft night, uh, Malik Andrews was, you know, was pretty harsh on him. 
I don't understand. I don't know all the ba- the backstory. I just watched Stephen A. talk about it for like seven minutes. I read some stuff on Twitter. Who knows if you're getting exactly the the results or the truth? But I guess Des Bryant basically said, you know, like who are you to be calling out uh, a black man? You know, or essentially alluded to this. You're you're calling out a black player. Uh, you're really hard on a black player where you're not so on this. Uh, you know, you come from a, uh, I, I guess, basically a mixed background and th- all this nonsense. And I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just like, listen, I got to be really careful about the things that I say because of how they can be interpreted sometimes. But, like, here's the deal. People get mad at me because I'm hard on players and I'm soft on coaches. That's a stylistic, a belief thing. Malika Andrews is not. I mean, whatever you want to say about her, you can have whatever opinion you want. She's good. She's not. I think she's good. Whatever you want to say. A, her background has nothing to do with this one. I don't even know what her background is, but I assume what they're getting at is she she came from a mixed family, right? But whatever. A, it has nothing to do with this. And B, as Stephen A pointed out, and he was right, like they work for a company that you can't just come on and slaughter people verbally and say, Josh Giddy did this and he did that and he raped a, a 17-year-old. And all. You can't make those accusations. Whether they're white, black, red, blue, it doesn't matter. The situation at Alabama which, oh, by the way, did not lead to an arrest for the the person in question who wound up with the, the Charlotte Hornets and the number two overall pick, Andre Miller. Is it Andre Miller? I think it's Andre Miller. That situation did not lead to an arrest. They did an investigation. Apparently, there was not enough information or there was not enough evidence or there was not enough of a crime. To arrest him. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's that simple. I mean, whether you agree or disagree, that's a different story. That's a different story. Brandon Miller. I'm sorry, not Andre Miller. I was thinking about the other. Um, Andre Miller used to be a point guard. Brandon Miller was the number two overall pick out of Alabama, um, that everybody was all, you know, again, that Des Bryant, uh, like Des Bryant, what's his moral compass? And and here's the other thing, real quickly, I got to spend a minute on this. Like, you can think a lot of things about me. Two things you should never, ever, 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 ever think about me is one, that, I mean, you you can say, hey, man, you're hard on players. You're really rough on players. It has nothing to do, nothing to do with the majority being black, at least in football. And, of course, in the NBA. Because I'm hard on players in all sports. You can't think that about me because you're wrong. Your information, your processing sucks if you think that about me.
if you think I'm hard on players of all sorts, of all types, you're right on. You see what I'm talking about here? There's this gray line. Oh, you're mean to NFL players because you don't like when they ruffle at, at Eric Bieniemy's feathers. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it could be Sam Howell. It could be... I mean, it could be John Bates, for God's sakes. It could be Sam Cosme. It could be Nick Gates. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Like, I'm hard on players. Got it. Has nothing to do with the color of their skin. Nothing. You should never, ever, 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 ever walk away from this show or anything I say thinking that. Because if you do, you're wrong. Your brain is processing it wrong. But you can process it as I'm hard on players. Malika Andrews, that's not her role. She is the host of NBA programming on ESPN. Her job is not to slaughter people. It's to ask questions. It's to bring up topics. But you got to be really careful. As we found out earlier this week with the whole Connor Bedard and Corey Perry and his mom thing. Now, Unless something else comes out of it, everyone on the inside, all the legitimate reporters and the team and everyone legitimate is saying there is nothing here. Yet this big wild rumor got around that Connor uh, Perry, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Corey Perry was getting after it with Connor Bernard's mom. You see where I'm getting at? You got to be really careful, really careful. And how we process things and how we deal with things in society, it is often a very, very blurred line. But I'm telling you, sometimes you can walk away with feeling a certain way about me because I can speak for myself and this show. And I'm, I'm telling you that you can walk away and absolutely say, man, you know what? Chris is not a big fan of player freedom, player, uh, what do they call it in the player power, uh, player authority. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm hard on players. But you shouldn't walk away with anything more than that. And if you do, that's a you problem, not a me problem. That's a you problem. All right, let's get to um, back to the phones we go. Uh, Mitch is in Jersey. Uh, what's up, Mitch? How are you? How's it going, Chris? Happy holidays. All right, Mitch. Happy holidays to you. Another month. Hey, before I get to the college football you brought up, um, I said I want the Washington team to lose because I saw the mock draft that picking five, Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. Yep. I'm happy with the quarterback, but they say they don't pick up as high as five. It's Daniel Jones there. I mean, don't say, if, you, if there's a quarter that's better than Sam Howell, I think you have to take it. And I like that defense end from UCLA, Letu. Uh I think he's going to be top 10, top 12. He, he, I mean, he, he really annihilated uh, uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, like, like, I said, like, like I said yesterday, if they take that kid and it's a pass-rushing defensive end, he could be a Hall of Famer. They're going to hate the pick. Fans are going to hate the pick. 
because of how badly it went with Montez, uh, with Chase Young. And ultimately, it landed in Montez Sweat not having a second contract either. Uh, they're just going to hate the pick. But but your your point no, is there's the point. options. You're going to have one of the two tackles. You could have Jaden Daniels. Uh, yeah, I mean, you should. Uh, maybe it's possible that one of the two top quarterbacks could slip, although very unlikely. But either way, you should have two tackles. You should have Bowers the tight end. You can have um, uh, maybe, although unlikely, Marvin Harrison. You get my point is you you you. The higher you are in the draft, say you're five, the number you used. And again, it could go to four, it could go to six, it could go to seven, whatever. But say you're five. This was my point with Pauly and what he just refused to understand is you have more leverage, you have more options, you have an easier climb up the board if somebody you want specifically in a new regime is there but unattainable at five, but you want him at one or two. It's a lot easier to move up and leverage right. and, you know, than, than coming from nine or ten or eleven or twelve or wherever. Before I get to college ball, two teams that don't have a lot of leverage, maybe just of course a second, if you're interested in Kyle Murray or Justin Fields. What I say with college ball, I know it's funny. What is it, uh, and it's, what is it, um, DJ, a young Galele, go play with his brother? I mean, I wish he originally stayed with USC. I wish he'd be no more than two schools, one school. Go to NFL. I think he's a top 10. I think he should come out and grow a pair and come out and, 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 be a well, pick. he did. He did it say that is as a possibility. He did say he's not. De- oh, okay. He he is entering the transfer portal. I forgot to add that part to the story. He is entering the transfer portal, but he is saying he's keeping his options open for turning pro. So uh, we will see. Mitch, I appreciate you. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty on the Ace Law listener lines. Interact Ace Law I'll help you get a check. Let's get to. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob in Reston uh, is next up. What's up, Robert? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Happy holidays to you. Same to you, Robert. I'm I'm calling about uh, this uh, coaching and arrangement with the Redskins. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe a couple of things. I believe, yes, that uh, the the Negro uh, should have been fired like he did. Del Rio. Del Rio, okay. And, uh, you know, anytime, you know, I sit, I sit back, I watch t- other teams, you know, they're, they're sitting on a third and nine and no pressure. You know, they sit back, they look right, they look left, they look to the middle, finally find a guy 15 yards downfield, first down. It, it just, it, it was just ridiculous. And then with the enemy, um, you know, you, you, you you see a guy coming, he's working with certain personnel that's totally different from what he had in Kansas City. He's got to work with that personnel here. He can't be calling plays hoping that, you know, this will happen because he used to have that. In, yeah. No, in Kansas City, no. You know, you got to work with what you got here. Right. You have and to I adjust to your personnel, correct. Personnel. And I see him trying to make a name for himself, you know. Oh, yeah, he... He was the coach for this quarterback, and they threw 35 touchdowns. No, you know, you, you know, I, I see, I see, you, you know, you got first down on the two yard line. Get a ball to your running back four times. If he can't make a touchdown out of that, 
I'm sorry. You know, you're not good enough. You got to find another running back. You got to change the offensive line, a couple of players on the all line, do something. But it's, you know, it's not for you to go first down. Oh, I'm pass happy. I'm going to go ahead and fire it up. And then, you know, Scary Terry's got to come in and save the day because it's a court touchdown, but it's a fumble. You know, it's just, you know, it's, you know, and like somebody was saying, in between the 20s, from 20 yard line to 20 yard right. line, oh, you can make all these great pass, you know, passes and all that. Oh, great runs, actually. Great runs. And then once we get inside the 30 yard line or the, you know, 20, now you're going past that, trying to score a touchdown to make your quarterback and your offensive schemes look great. Just give it to the running back. Well, he he, here's, here's, the, here's the thing line. that I would say, Robert, I appreciate the phone call. Here's the thing that I would say. Again, there's reasonable bones to pick with every decision maker, right? Whether it be your boss at work, whether it be whoever runs your household, whether it be, um, you know, a coach or what have you. I mean, there's reasonable arguments to, again, disagree, whatever. But what I care about most is doing what makes common sense, And I think their approach this year, from a stylistic standpoint, was to see if Sam Howell could survive or sink. Not whether he would thrive, because they put him in a situation where he can thrive in some ways, but he can also, and he almost did, took a dive, right? Again, there's differences. And I disagreed with a lot of the philosophy, right? I thought you should protect your young quarterback a little bit more. They thought completely the opposite. Now, they have the control. I don't, right? So we could sit here and kvetch and bitch and whatever about it. But ultimately, if their plan was... Whether it works or it doesn't, we have to find out whether Sam Howell is the real deal. I mean, I guess that they they certainly put him in a position to find that out. The problem is, is we still don't have the answers. We don't have a conclusive answer. We still have a yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. we still don't have a conclusive answer. Five games left. Find out more starting Sunday. But we still don't have a conclusive answer. Nobody knows whether Sam Howell, for sure, is a bona fide starter and franchise, in quotations, type quarterback moving forward. Nobody knows that at this point. Nobody. 320, Team 980. More of your calls coming up, plus dum-dum of the day. Still to come on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, you never know what's gonna, what you're going to pull up when you see something trending on Twitter. Joy Taylor, you know who she is, uh, Matt? She's, um, you remember um, the NFL Pro Bowl uh, Hall of Fame defensive end, Jason Taylor, who played here for one ill-fated season, largely with the Miami Dolphins? That's his sister. And she's a Fox sports media personality and has been for a long time. Well, uh, she's trending because people are all upset about how she criticized, apparently, Dak Prescott. I don't know what she criticized him about. I have no idea. I don't care. Her opinions mean zippity doo day to me. Nothing. Okay? I don't watch their programming uh, at all. I, I just don't. I mean, I see it on Twitter. That's about it. I might occasionally click on something on Twitter from them, but I don't watch their television programming. So I'm not familiar with her lack of hate, whatever, but you just never know what's going to get pulled up. And then Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz is trending. The former head coach of the Capitals and the Stanley Cup champions. But trending for a whole different reason. Uh, Apparently trending because he gave permission to the Minnesota Wild to hire the former Nashville Predators head coach. And Barry's now running the show in Nashville from a hockey operation standpoint. And also because the Islanders fans hate that Barry's replacement in New York, Lane Lambert, who was his top assistant here in Washington, is struggling, failing, what have you. So you have two fan bases going. You just never know what's going to happen when you click. And for whatever reason, I click. I'm always interested to see. And I'm, you know, if it's an individual, I'm honestly, I don't know. This is morbid. I'm always clicking to make sure that they didn't die. There's about a 70% chance on Twitter somebody's either right. trending because they did something real dumb or are dead. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get back to the calls. Uh, it's just, it, it's it, Twitter, X, whatever, it's just, it's not healthy for you. And I spend too much of my time getting all of my news and also flushing out a lot of my reactions because I have my initial reactions before I bring them on the air in a lot of cases. You know, and then I try and see what everybody else is. Doing. And you, you got to make sure it doesn't, like, totally shape how you feel. got to be careful. Uh, let's get to Rob in D.C. Uh, next up here on the Team 980. What up, Rob? How are you? Man, I knew that last call you was, th- you was thinking it was me, man. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, though. Now, nah. but look, I want to tell you that I definitely appreciate the opportunity to talk on your platform. I don't know. I a little appreciate bit of you. You know, for real, though, because a little bit of the background by myself. I know you don't remember, but my first time calling, and we really, you know what I'm saying, you told me to follow you on Twitter. We was talking about the uh, the NFL players repping himself. It was the whole Lamar thing, and we broke that down for a minute, yep. and we talked about that. So I, myself, I do I, remember I'm, that. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a former Division One football player myself, mm-hmm. so I'm going to jump to this NCAA thing. I was one of the people who actually filed 
a part of that petition with the Northwestern players. Uh, I think Lloyd Yates was the person who brought it up mm -hmm. because at the time, you know, as a Division One athlete, we weren't allowed to get any other revenue Correct. that the NCAA didn't supply to you. You know, and it, and, it, and it did, you know, it created a big hardship a lot of times. So with these players right now, um, I currently, I don't speak for anybody. I work for any organization, but I do work with a few players, professional and uh, college players. One thing they do, one thing a lot of people don't see, one thing they benefit from, and what they actually kind of, what we fought for, was the fact that the NCAA need to break bread with us, not us go out and get these endorsement opportunities and these deals. We wanted to have a basic salary like a regular university employee. People earn money for the school, they get a salary. Mm -hmm. So that's what, people were, that's what people were trying to, that's what people was fighting for. Right. That, that option never got, went through, you know, and it ended up coming to where we had this Wild Wild West thing. We have these headhunters now paying players. Yep millions and millions of dollars, but it was never designed for that. That was the NCAA that did that, not the players. You're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Let me just start, and I'll let you finish. You're absolutely yeah. correct. The NCAA, by its own stubbornness, by its own refusal to like come up with a fair system or some sort yeah. of system that was remotely fair, did allow, I don't want to say if they created, did allow the Wild Wild West to basically yeah. uh, take place. Now, one thing that I would like to ask you and just bounce off of you is, mm -hmm. and here was how I always kind of said, well, yeah, but, I mean, if you're the NCAA, if you're these member institutions, it's really hard to pay everybody even a small salary when you have to pay, obviously, the, the whole football program, the basketball program, but because of Title IX, you can't just do it for the men and revenue-generating sports. you got to do yeah. it for almost everybody, if oh, not everybody, everybody right? Yeah. So, I mean, it became an issue that both sides were dug in, right? The yeah. NCAA and the member institutions did not want to pay everybody because they said, well, in some cases, we're already losing money. And the players and you know, gentlemen like yourself who were just advocating for fairness, right, yeah. felt betrayed. And then and then we come up with this NIL system where the schools don't have to pay, but essentially it becomes, again, like an old West shootout. And and, and, and and now here you have it. I don't I don't think I, I'll say one one other thing and I'll let you finish up. I, uh -huh. I don't have a problem with players getting money. They deserve money. Yeah, no, you don't. It's yeah. it's it's just do we have to have unfiltered free agency and the money and, you know, do we have to have basically no amateurism in sports, in college sports at this point? Because that's the way I feel. Know, you want to know what's so crazy? It never was. So I'm going to tell you this one, and, and I got some friends who are going to kill me. They were already paying players. Why do you think Alabama was so good? Nick Saban been writing sure. since – since forever, sure. and that's why the best teams were always good, and they were already doing it. Now, when they just legalized it, now these people just don't have to do it under the table. Right. UNC a few years ago got caught up by right. I was down there when it happened. I seen it, I watched it, and I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." But that's neither here that we could talk offline about some of the things I've seen with that. Um, but back to what I really, actually, actually, really was calling about from the initial was was Ron Rivera. Man, honestly, man, look, we looking at this team right here. And I know everyone's sick and tired of Ron. The, the Bears game was terrible. We've lost to the Giants twice. But if you look at our organization and how you build a dynasty and how you build has some type of structure, you cannot get all high and mighty and ramped up and say every five years we're going to get a new head coach. I'm going to read some records off to you. You had a coach that was 
He was 6-10, and 7-9, 7-9. Then he had one winning season. Then he went 5-11. Do you fire that coach? Yeah. But that was Bill Belichick in Cleveland. So and, he got, and, he got, and he got fired. Yeah, so do you think – don't you think they wish they would have kept him? Of course. But I mean, so no, no, I mean, listen. In hindsight, Cleveland made a a big mistake because, right? You went, you said seven and nine, seven and nine, and it was eleven and five in the playoffs. They lost to Parcells and yeah. the Patriots, and then mm-hmm. the next year they were struggling, and then they announced that they were leaving for Baltimore, and that yeah. stick a fork in it. If, if, if that's yeah, that's the way it went down, right? I mean, obviously some different circumstances, but yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the Cleveland Browns, and in hindsight, over the last twenty five years, of course you look and say, "What the hell were we doing?" But I mean, I at coach. some point you got to cut the cord, right? I mean, at some point you just it. can't keep going on. How long is this contract? How long? Ron's, How many more years Ron's got one more year left after this. So, so, and you know what you should do this year when you got Josh Harris, you should say, "Hey, Ron." Next year, you're only the head coach. All this player personnel and all this other stuff you're doing. I don't, don't know if you could. I don't know if you could do that, though, Rob. I don't know if you could do that. I, I don't know if you could do that either. Yeah. And, I, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because at the end of the day, you look at it. Sam Howell, if he leaves, Ron Rivera leaves. You know, the enemy's gone. Sam Howell would be a, another quarterback yeah. who's played in three different systems in three years, yeah, and that's I, not successful. No, I, I hear you. Great call, as always. I appreciate you. Uh, let you run on that because we're way late. Take a timeout for the trending alert. Final one of the afternoon, and then Chris in Hyattsville wants to beat me up about how much I hate players. That ought to be fun. First, a trending alert. Uh, how about this? Some good news. Bronny James, LeBron James' son, USC freshman, has been cleared by doctors to return to basketball just about four months after he suffered cardiac arrest at a summer workout on the USC campus. He'll have a final evaluation by the USC medical staff, uh, so says multiple reports, but he does plan on resuming practicing next week. So some good news there. Not good news in Dallas and for the Buffalo Bills as an arrest warrant has been issued for Pro Bowl a pass rusher and former Super Bowl champion Von Miller, uh, currently of the Bills, on by, down in Dallas apparently during the bye week. Uh, police responding on Wednesday morning to a major disturbance call uh, at a home, and apparently Miller and a woman who was pregnant got involved in a verbal argument, uh, and that led to a physical assault, allegedly. And again, now uh, the police have issued an arrest warrant for Von Miller. We will see what comes out of that. Caps, late night once again, 10 o'clock. Face-off in Anaheim after a really nice win last night on the road, hanging on for dear life against the L.A. Kings. You can hear it, 106.7 The Fan, Odyssey app, and the Caps Radio Network, and that's what's trending. All right, we're going to have, instead of Dumb Dumb of the Day, because it's the last day of November, that's right, November 30th. We're going to have more out of the month. Maddie and I just uh, having a brainstorming session on who we should honor with this most prestigious award. I mean, it's bad enough when you're a dumb dumb of the day, but if you're a moron of the month, that takes the cake, baby. That puts you on a pedestal like you wouldn't believe. Or something like that. I mean, 
maybe we should put Von Miller in there, but he hasn't been arrested yet. He's only accused. I'm sure he'll find a way to get out of it because he's got more money than you know what to do with. I'm sure he won't get suspended. Maybe he'll be put on the commissioner's exempt list, but even that, they they do not want to do that. They do not want to do that. Not the first time he's been investigated by police. Apparently there was a time in 2001 that I don't remember. Uh, I'm sorry, 2021 that I don't remember. In Colorado, but no charges were filed. And potential charges were not publicly shared, whatever that deal is. Uh, The Bills are on a bye week, so they have some time to sort this out. But they got a killer schedule, and they're 6-6. Six and six. If they would have won Sunday in Philadelphia, maybe they could have absorbed some sort of chaos. Ugh. At this point, yikes. Yikes. We never did get to the Deion Sanders SI Sports Person of the Year award. I put a poll out earlier this morning. If you want to vote on it, it's open for 24 hours. I said, Who should be SI's Sports Person of the Year? Should it be Deion Sanders? Or should it be Nikola Jokic? For how the Denver Nuggets went through the Western Conference, carved through them, and won the NBA Finals? Even though he doesn't have much of a personality? Do you have to have a personality? Maybe. Probably. I said, should it be Bruce Bochy, manager of the Texas Rangers, who overcame... So many different injuries, and quite honestly, a roster that's got one real bona fide legitimate star in Corey Seager. Or should it be Deion Sanders? Or should it be like Patrick Mahomes slash Andy Reid? If you want to go vote on that, at WrestleMania 621, just scroll down and you can find the vote. But final call of the day. Always fun to get yelled at by Chris in Hyattsville. Hello, Chris. How are you? Uh, the correct answer is Shohei Itani. Um, and, I mean, that's and, a good one. That's a good candidate. Uh, so I, I do want to pry into this irrational hatred you have of players right? And, and try to figure out what is the root cause of that. Yes. But before I do, you're talking about this young college player who's transferring again and, you know, and it's the wild, wild west. Uh, first of all, College football, big time college football, is a is a total joke. It's a sham. It's a mockery. Um, it's the same thing for college basketball. Uh, we are the only country that has this illegitimate marriage between education and amateur sports, um, and it's totally ruined, quote unquote, amateur sports. The term student athlete is a euphemism for unpaid employee, and the the loyalty that you suggest should exist uh, is not reciprocal. We just found out today that the JMU coach who built this great program is now leaving, right? So the coaches have no loyalty. The coaches the coaches are able to go seek millions of dollars in contracts or endorsements. Like you know, Nick Saban makes money from Affleck, but the players all of a sudden when they do it, it's 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 ruining the game. I don't get that. Um, but. What I really want to know is, is why do you always come down against players or 
make excuses for the poor performance of coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, what is, and I think it's because when you were on the beat, you had more access to and were able to develop more relationships with coaches and players. And I think that's really the root of it. So you think that's the number one reason why I defend coaches and criticize players? Yeah, because you become friends with them. Because coaches, as employees you, of the organization, you, you, don't, you don't think that I'm are friends required with, to give the you media don't think audience. That I, wait, wait, wait. You don't think that I'm friends with players? I didn't say that. I said you're probably more friendly and have developed better relationships with coaches yeah, because maybe. they're willing to talk to you, and in some cases that we're complied to. Maybe. We're, we're obliged to. Maybe. Um, it's 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 not a bad point. I I, I mean, but but I, I got to be honest with you. I was always, I was always more, um, I I guess, anti-player, even before getting on a quote-unquote beat, but I was also pro play. As you know, I sit here almost every day and say, listen, I criticize players a lot, but I also give them credit a lot. You will rarely hear me go, oh, the players suck, the players this, the players wrong, the players, you know, this, that, the players screwed up. And then when the players do good, give the coach all the credit. Do you, you don't hear that a lot from me. I mean, I will give coaches credit. I will give coaches blame, but you do not hear a lot of variance for like the players. Well, let's, let's take Jack Del Rio for as an example, yeah. right? He was recently let go after what could, could not be described anything but a completely disappointing season. This season, and correct. And you yes. said J- Jack Del Rio didn't all of a sudden forget how to coach, and right? Which well, is which is true. All, he returned the he returned almost an identical roster, so that all those guys forget how to play year after year over year. No. But here's the but here's the deal, okay? Number one, certain guys are injured. One, two, guys like Deron Payne, who were cyborgs last year, are just guys this year. Okay, is that Jack Del Rio's fault for not getting the most out of Deron Payne? That's how many view it. That's not how I view it. That's America. I don't, I don't, I think that is, I think player performance wildly varies in all sports year in, year out. It is very rare that you can say in today's day and age, just look at the back of the baseball card, which many try and do, and they'll be fine. They, that's exactly what they'll do. Well, in, in some cases, yes, but I don't know, take relief pitchers, middle relief pitchers in baseball. Do they... How many of them year after year after year after year after year stack unbelievable numbers or really good numbers? Not many of them. Usually it's a wild variance from year in, year out. Injuries, part of that. Uh, you know, again, just performance. My point being, in, in all of this, always is, I give Tom Brady, like in New England, I gave Tom Brady a lot of the credit. Tom Brady is the reason why the Patriots became a dynasty, not Bill Belichick. But I would also say that the reason why the Patriots have sucked basically the last two years is not because Bill Belichick's lost it. It's because Mac Jones and other players that were brought in, yes, by Belichick, but other players like uh, Jonu Smith, who signed a big free agent deal as a tight end, leaving Tennessee... 
was a major, major, major disappointment. Mike Gusecki, same thing. Signed a $9 million deal, same thing. It's the players. The the caller, a couple callers ago, talked about Belichick and why Cleveland made a mistake. Cleveland didn't make a mistake. Belichick got lucky that Drew Bredsoe got knocked out at the beginning of the season. Otherwise, he may never seen Tom Brady play quarterback. He should be thanking that defensive player for um, basically ending Bledsoe's tenure at New England because he wouldn't have six Super Bowl rings without it. Well, yeah, right? yes, he has not won any. He hasn't won anything without Tom Brady. You know, be, before or after right. Brady. But that, but 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 when have you heard me go? Uh, the reason for the Patriots' success was Bill Belichick. He is a reason. He is on the list. I can't say he's not on the list, but Tom Brady is number one first and foremost, period. Just like Sam Howell, again, I've said this all year long, Sam Howell more important to the commanders, quite honestly, than Eric Biennemi. I mean, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean Biennemi's not important. That doesn't mean his role is not important, but Sam Howell's ability. I'm just ability... trying to be kind here. I'm not trying to rip you up. Like I'm not trying to rip you like I normally do. Yeah. And usually, you know, when I do that, yeah, this it's is all, a little bit disappointing. I don't mean any harm by it. Right. Yeah, this is a little <laughs> bit disappointing. I, I, I'll try to think of something to needle you on. Okay. But I would just say, like in the future, when you're when you're about to crush some player, yeah, I want you. To, I think you should check your bias and that you have a bias against players, and I think it's because. Just Chris, do you, do you have with, any do you with, have any inherent bias biases? We all do. Right, I, we all do. So, but I'm not, so maybe I'm not you're paid to maybe talk on the radio. okay, but maybe you're right. But I'm not paid to to tell you fact one hundred percent. I'm paid to tell you how I feel. Oh, I I don't expect facts okay. from you. I've long since well, given up. I mean, on that na- na- name me one name me one broadcast personality that speaks in a hundred percent fact. Mm-hmm. Name me one. Go ahead. No, I know. I, I, I'm waiting. I don't. I, I. That's not the point I was making. Right, right, I just, well, but, I don't but that's that. the point I'm making is like when you chide me for you know well, that's what I expect from you. Huh? I mean, there's nobody. There's nobody that tells you. I mean, because that's boring as hell. That's boring as hell. That's what. No okay, offense. but also what's boring is is the predictable nature of you constantly. Siding with coaches okay. and no coming offense. down No offense. If players. you want facts, go listen to WTOP. Facts matter. If you want opinions, if you want commentary, if you want personality, if you want all sorts of things, listen to me. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate. It. I lost my. I got so uh, aggravated. I lost my my audio in my ear. I don't know if Chris was talking that whole time. I couldn't hear anything. <sighs> Again, maybe maybe Chris is right. Listen, I do have a lot of close relationships with coaches. I do. But, I i mean, I have close relationships with players, ex-players. Now, I don't have close relationships with current players because I'm not there. There's no way for me to do that. Just like I don't have close relationships with coaches currently. The only way you develop close relationships is by working with people and being around people. That's it. It's impossible to do it any other way. But... I've always been pro-credit to the players, pro-blame to the players. 80%, 85%, 75%, whatever percent you want to break it down. That's just me. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. Doesn't mean I'm not telling you the truth. I'm just me. I try and do the best job I can. But I'm allowed to criticize players. 
And as I said earlier this hour, if you walk away with anything other than, hey, man, Chris is hard on players because he's hard on players because he also is gives them praise and because they are the ones really responsible for what happens, that's what you should walk away with. If you walk away with anything other than that, that's on you, not on me. Moron of the Month coming up next. To wrap up the show, then Craig Hoffman at uh, just past 4 o'clock right here, Team 980. Uh, Matt, you're good. Good. All right. Uh, at the end of every month, on the last broadcast day of the month, which happens to be today, November the 30th, 2023, yes, tomorrow, boys and girls, is December 1st already, we celebrate not only all of our dum-dums of the day for the month, but also crown one, the moron of the month. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. So Matt puts together a long, exhaustive list. And then we brainstorm for like, I don't know, three minutes. And we find the weirdest, wackiest, wildest piece of crap, literally, that we can find. And oftentimes it leaves us in the state of Florida. Like it did once again now. A Florida man, you may have remember this story from earlier this month, was picked up by Clearwater, Florida police at about 5.30 in the afternoon after he was seen in a busy neighborhood dropping his pants and then crapping on a dead possum. What? In full view of everyone. So, yeah. The police actually observed him crapping on a deceased possum with his pants lowered and his anal region exposed. Beep, beep. <laughs> and so did plenty of other motorists. Now, who is this man? Oh, he's special. 45-year-old Rudy Wilcox. Now, he's homeless. I don't know the reason why, but apparently... He was of sane mind. He was not under any influence, any intoxicants. No drugs were found at the time of the alleged incident, according to police and authorities. When he was questioned, Wilcox denied the accusation and said the officer who witnessed him, quote, doesn't see straight. <laughs> he was charged with exposure of sexual, sexual organs and booked into Pinellas County Jail. That poor possum. I mean, first off, he's killed, dead. He probably doesn't realize his fate, but the, to have Rudy drop a deuce on him in such a state is like kind of extra misery, right? The poor possum. And the poor people of Pinellas County. And for that, dum-dum, now... You're extra special. You're a moron of the month, baby. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. All right, Craig Hoffman coming up next. He'll take you through on your, what is this, Thursday afternoon? Lend him your ear. 
and your site on YouTube and all that good stuff, he'll have you covered. Thanks to Maddie Ice. Thanks to Anthony Armstrong. Thanks to you for being a part of the show. See you tomorrow at 1. Adios. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.